It's our show, we do what we want. Oh my god, no. Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Alright everybody, welcome back to episode 10. Episode 10, we have made it to a milestone of not another freaking wrestling podcast. As as always, I am here as your host, JD, with my other co-hosts. This guy. It's T.Y. You you know who it is. It's T.Y. I say something stupid all the time, but yeah, it's T.Y. Don't call me Tom. So I get the the last billing side. It means I'm like, I'm the main event then, right? Yeah, it's exactly (laughs) correct. All right. uh, Tyler, Jake, and I are in the studio this week with uh, Ray Fury. Need a dick. (laughs) How you doing, boys? What's going on, baby? Uh, You know, another day in paradise. Paradise? Paradise. Are you sure? Yes. Aren't you happy Which today? is white people speak for just shoot me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pun intended. That's white a shoot. People. More ways than one. All right. So, Ray, your story is pretty amazing, man. So, let's, yeah. let's start back at the beginning. Uh, let's talk about where you came from, who trained you, where you started oh, out. God, why do I always just ask just go over the early days. Gloss over it if you need to. <laughs> because of that reaction is why exactly. we always ask God. you that. Okay. Well... I started in Chatsworth, Georgia back in 2001, and I had my money taken from me by Chief Little Ann. <laughs> We're off to a fantastic yeah. start. Oh, God. Fantastic. Yeah. I had my money taken, and then, uh, believe it or not, Kevin Walker actually finished me up. Kevin Walker taught me more than Chief Little Ann ever did. People like to crap on Kevin all the time because of some of the, uh, you know, not so, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a decent thing. Well, you know, it's... He, um, anyways, <laughs> he could work a crowd. Yeah, but, but he was an incredible trainer. Right. Like guys like, uh, um, Sean Banks and Adam Young and Daniel, Matt Gilbert, Daniel Gunner. so many good workers he trained, you know, and I like to claim myself as one of those too, cause he helped me a lot. And, uh, well, a large majority of my career was, uh, spent in Chatsworth, Georgia. That was a hell of a thing. Yeah, but if it wasn't for Chad's with you, wouldn't have got to meet me, buddy. This is true. This is true. Um, that's when I started tagging with one Sean Rage. Yes. Sorry, sorry T.Y. What for? <laughs> I love Sean. I don't know. I love Sean. Okay. You go back and forth on that sometimes. <laughs> he really does. Sean, Sean. Today. He can't. He's, yeah. Sean, Sean. Exactly. That's... That and uh, eventually went over to TWA in Dalton, Georgia, where I met this morose motherfucker Yay. over here. And the other two to my side. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Changing lives, man. (laughs) Changing. One way or another, yeah. (laughs) So, when I met you, you were were, at TWA, Mm -hmm. and the first time we worked together was at TWE, not long after TWA shut down. And it was Tyler and I against you and uh, Sean. Yep. Not long after that, you kind of had some stuff going on in your personal life. And demons, you can call them demons. Okay, so if you don't mind, would you like to talk about that kind of what you went through and how you came out of it? No, by all means. Um, well, to put it plainly, I was a drunk, straight up a drunk. Um, I couldn't have one beer, it turned into about 30 to 60. You know, I had a very bad drinking problem and it consumed me for a long time and sobered up for a year and 2011 when my youngest was born you know get my life right whatever and then 
I actually thought that, you know, I'm an adult. I can be responsible. I can have one drink. No, that relapse was hard. Very, very hard. And I had to step away from the business and pretty much life. I was pretty much just a shell of myself. It wasn't wasn't pretty. It's nothing I'm proud of, but it is what it is. And then one day I had this uh, come to Jesus moment. I'm like, I've got to stop. Like, I'm literally killing myself. Like, I look in the mirror, I'm, I don't even know who I'm looking at. I decided that, and the next day um, was the first NXT takeover on the network. And I saw Sami Zayn versus Cesaro. That match, you're just like, I should be there. I should be doing that. And after I seen that, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get my life back on track. And it's been five years now. This past February has been five years sober. So awesome. I, That's fantastic, man. Now, I can say when I first met you too, uh, <laughs> to uh, not be quite so delicate, you were doughy. Oh, yeah. And the physique we see now is uh, fucking rock solid. And I remember when I saw you for the first time at TWE after you came back, you told me, what was it? You were using an app on your phone to do push-ups, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and that, that was your main workout at the time. So At the time, yeah. Talk about that a little bit, because that's pretty awesome that you use an app on your phone to yeah, transform uh, yourself so, so amazingly. Well, thank you, but um, it was just some push-up app, and I found a sit-up app. And the, the biggest help I had was I traded drinking beer from running on the treadmill, and, you know, that kept me from going back to the bottle so um, that helped a lot and it's just hard work man That's all you gotta do put in the hard work like ty over here he's putting in the work no, he's, pre- to, he's starting it. to get results thank you if i um, could just put the soda down no, yeah that's there. a that's a that's a big one to knock off you knock off that soda you can drop off about 10 pounds easy actually uh i want to get an update uh when i started in the gym about five months ago i got to a solid 200 pounds and that's horrible that's a horrible 200 pounds i weighed in last week it was 165 so yeah What's, what well, you're saying? Good, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Thank good you. Job. Good job. Thank you. Job. And um, diet's important. Um, working out and believing in yourself is important too. So Absolutely. I'm very proud of you as well, Ray. Thank you, brother. So I quit making fun of, of me. What? The? <laughs> okay, okay, for real. Come on, Ty. You think I didn't like you if I didn't make fun of you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like just from the the moment I met you to now, it's just such an amazing transformation. I just wanted to get that story out there because I feel like it's a uh, it's. It's great for people to hear, and it could inspire some others out well, there. Thank you, J.D. I appreciate that. I mean, too, like, when a lot of that was going on, you were living with me. So, like, I got to see the the ups and downs of that whole Yeah, you've seen a, like, lot of, a lot of the bad shit. A like, lot of it. And a lot of that, too, like, his situation, like, I really, like, well, I did quit for a long time. I quit drinking for a long time over that. Because I don't want to say, like, I felt like an enabler. But, like, I'd come in from work or something, they'd be home. They're like, hey, man, you want to drink? I'm like, okay. And, like, by the time I had, like, a half of one, he was already, like, six. Mm. And I'm going, he just wants me to do this with so he doesn't feel bad. So, I, like, I started tapering off, and he kind of quit asking me and everything. And, hell, I even quit smoking to keep off from drinking. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, and I feel like I helped you out some in that. And I got you into TWE, which was another thing that kind of, Seemed to yeah. push you back in the getting, right direction. Getting, yeah, getting back into it. And everything. So that was about five years ago, right? Because we yeah, were just talking. It was the ladder match was five years ago, right? Yeah, five years ago yesterday. So uh, in case anybody out there listening doesn't know, five years ago yesterday we had a ladder match, a six-way ladder match, TWE. 
that was completely insane. That I was absolutely not in, and thankfully I wasn't because I watched the things. Yeah, you lucky bastards, boys. Good, good God. That match <laughs> fuck about up, fucking killed me. So uh, you came back, what, the week after that or a couple weeks after that? No, it was about about a month or two before that. A month or two before that. Okay. I just started back. Okay, yeah. that's right. So uh, after that, it was kind of you and – after Tyler and I walked away, you and Drake were the main event at TWE. Oh, yeah. You guys were the top two. And from there, you just kind of went on I, – I mean, we'll let you talk about it a little bit, but you went on a tear after coming back from TWE. Hands down, he was the top heel we had. And, and not just there, though. I mean, you were everywhere for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, that was probably my best run I've ever had so far. I'll say so far with uh, being TWE champion because I got to work with so many – top-tier talent of the area. And it wasn't just working with the talent. It was having to follow all the talent on the lower end of the card. Mm-hmm. It was all a stacked card every week. Yes, Jake, mm-hmm. he was there. I mean, mm-hmm. really great talent. And then having to follow all that, it's like you have to step up your game. If you don't step up your game, then you're just going to get swallowed up and kick to the side. And it was one hell of a learning experience. So. Uh, that program you had with um, – oh, what's his name? Jake Murphy? Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> No, 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 not me, not me. Um, what's it? Hercules. What's his name? Nick, Nick, Nick. What's his last name? Stanley. Nick, yes, Nick Stanley, Stanley, yes. That program you had with Stanley was fucking rad. I loved that whole program, the whole thing with him giving the the rose to Jalen. Oh, God, off, I haven't thought about that in years. In yes. That whole program was fun to watch. Oh, that was a good one. Um, that shit felt like it was a big fight because, you know, Ray was in good shape and fucking Nick's a fucking Adonis. And he had these two dudes. That legitimately looked like they should have been in the main event, fighting each other any place. And they're beating the fuck out of each other in the ring, and people were invested. Like, pardon the term, but you had two superstars. You know, two bigger-than-life fucking dudes, and here they are, you know. That was fun. And Nick was learning, and he was getting better all the time, working with you. And it was just good. I, I love that, the whole fucking program. So oh, Yeah, Nick was, Nick was great to work with. Um, I see a few things here on Instagram and such with him doing things so you know good for him so what happened to nick i know he was around for a while and you know i kind of disappeared did my own thing but i had my eye on him, on him for a little while too and he just kind of he got in like missionary work or something for yeah, a little while he, oh, okay. he had to step okay. away something with his uh personal life i'll say that okay okay cool so. i do miss nick though he's Incredible. He's on his way back. Oh, yeah. Is he? Yeah, homeboy's just as big as he was, too. So. <laughs> I think I've seen some stuff where he's on NXT and stuff like that. So, oh, wow. yeah, he's doing great. All right, so uh, not long after this is when you uh, went on the road trip with Drew Game. Oh, God. So yeah. how many years did have, take off your life? We're going to have an episode with you and Drew in here to talk <laughs> just about that. Oh, the Suntan year. Demons episode? The yeah, wow. We're going to bring you in just for to talk about that year. But just from your perspective, right quick, talk about that a little bit. The year of hell with Drew <laughs> is the best way I can put it. Well, I would have been places with you in a minute for that. That'd it was a phenomenal learning experience because a big mistake I made with my career, I didn't get out enough. I didn't travel enough, you know, for a large portion of my career. And the only way you can learn is to work with people better than you in different situations, in different environments. Mm-hmm. So, going with Drew, we'd show up at shows, and 
you had us who we could either work babyface, we could work heel, we could work a tag, we work against each other. Threw it all out there, we'd go to a show we'd never been, in a state we'd never been, and be able to go and steal the show with somebody you've never stepped in the ring with. It was a phenomenal learning experience and just had my mind, it, it was so sharp, and being able to come up with stuff and being able to pull off whatever show needed us to do, we'd be able to do it and knock it out of the park. And it was incredible. How many AIWF light heavyweight titles did you win during that time? Um, <laughs> I am a two-time AIWF cruiserweight champion and the 2017 Crazy 8 winner. That's right. Uh, you, man, you Never just, lost a Crazy 8. You so had I'm very proud so of many accomplishments, accomplishments during that time. It was insane. I was keeping up, trust me. How many, how many tag, belt, tag titles did you and Drew get? Uh, well, the AIWF or just yeah, all together? Those. Um, we only had one with them, but in that one, I was mm-hmm. proud because we defended those tag titles three times in one night in three different shows. Fuck's sake. We, <laughs> we literally time-traveled to defend those titles because we went from TWE to, uh, um, what was Ben's show? I can't remember the name. UEW. UEW went there and then went up to somewhere in, I think it was Dunlap, maybe? In, uh, Mountain? MCW? It, may, it may have been Mountain. I, I can't really remember. It's been a couple years ago. But anyway, but they were on a different time zone. Yeah. So literally, my Ford Mustang at the time traveled through time uh. <laughs> for us to defend these tag titles, and you know, I'm proud of that one. Yeah, wasn't that run with those belts? Though? Was that the? Uh, That's when you guys got to go work Philly, wasn't it? No, we were in Pittsburgh. Mm. We got to work Pittsburgh on that one. That's well, because you had to picture Swanson and Rittner. Well, we had to take a, a side trip to Philly, um, and we went there. We did that road trip with Jimmy Rave, and Jimmy's like, "Oh, I'll take you out of the building." You know, check it out, everything. Then he bought some Philly cheesesteaks, but I guess is just cheesesteaks in Philly. So and then it comes full circle because that's where the uh, the Jimmy Rave story that Drew told when he was on here comes. Yeah, <laughs> Drew just really good at it. Yeah, when he got out of that ticket in Virginia, I don't know yeah. how in the hell he done that. Because <laughs> Drew can sell a ketchup popsicle with a woman in white gloves. Okay, so uh, the Scenic City Invitational is coming up soon, and you were a part of what was it? The very first one? No, it was the one in 2016. Okay, um, the second. It was the second or third one. Okay, it was it was me and we had uh, Chris Hero, now known as Cassius Ono. Um, Matt Riddle was on that one. Leo Rush. Um, I think that's the one uh, Gunner Miller won. I think that would be the second one. The second one. Okay, so I was in the second one. Yeah. So what were, what were your experiences like there? Uh, what was the atmosphere like in that locker room? And did you learn anything? Um, did you rib anybody? No, I'm just kidding. Ignore that last part. But anyway, for for uh, what what were your experiences in the Scenic City Invitational? Well, my only match in Scenic City in the tournament itself, I got to work with Joey Lynch, and that boy is incredible, straight up incredible worker. Like he is hitting it on all cylinders. Um, he's killing it, and being able to share the ring with him and that experience and that kind of environment, because I wasn't used to that kind of a environment. Crowd wise, there was a lot of people there that year. It wasn't just how many people were there; it's just how they interacted with the match itself. Yeah, everything we do, how they would react, and it was incredible. It was a pretty smart crowd. Oh yeah, very. Yeah, very smart uh, crowd. And they traveled from all over the place to get there. I mean, they do every year. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. So, uh, were you satisfied though with your Sync City experience? Oh, I absolutely loved my Sync City experience. It's like one of the biggest highs of my career, which almost immediately got to the lowest of lows. With, we did a show in I think it was LJ Georgia, where I had to step in the ring with Big Van Vader, mm-hmm. and 
I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. All respect to, but that was the worst experience I have ever had in pro wrestling. I've actually heard that from multiple people who've stepped in the Vader room treated everybody like shit, straight up. You know, again, not to speak ill of the dead, but it is what it is. So went from that high to that low. It was like, well, you know, that's that's life. So yeah, they always do say to be careful meeting your heroes. Oh, man. and then the the bad part was is like because that was after a string of meeting bunch of names right. throughout the years and getting to work with them and stuff right. and um <laughs> you done yeah okay <laughs> <That's it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh sorry about that folks um anyway meeting a bunch of the names and working with them and stuff like that and to get that it was like just the worst experience like man are they all fucking like this and really they're not mm. like my favorite one was getting to work with Stevie Richards. I was waiting on you just like, to Helms. <laughs> no, I didn't get that one. Yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers. Hell. I'm still hot about that. Anyway. <laughs> so what about your match with uh, Steve Carino? Oh, the highlight of my life? Please yes. talk about that. I'm still pissed that I wasn't there for that. Oh, it was May 19th, I think, 2015. And, you know, that was the first time I actually got to go one-on-one with somebody that I actually watched as a kid growing up. And being able to step in the ring with him, I learned so much in that one match that I still use to this day. I mean, he didn't even really talk that much about what we were doing and stuff like that, but how he moved, how he moved me, how he worked with the crowd and the selling, and just so much I picked up. I'm like, holy shit. Shit, this is what it's like to be good. <laughs> you know. Right. Like, compare that, though, to when you, you and Sean worked with rock and roll. Because that was... Oh, dude, I was a kid back then. I didn't... I really shouldn't have been in that spot, mm. honestly. Because it was 2002, I think, we did that. 2002 or 2003 is when we did that match. And which Ricky and Robert were fucking awesome. Right. You know, they, were, they were great. I mean, Robert didn't really say a whole lot till after the match, and he realized, you know, we weren't going to hurt him. Uh, and, which, you know, that's a fear everybody has. You get them, the young kids, like, oh, son of a bitch. But uh, that was good. Um, we done a lot of people shit on him, but Buff Bagwell was great. I actually got to see that match. You guys worked real good with him. Yeah, he only took, like, three bumps. It was great. Was that in Ringgold? No, that was in Chatsworth. Yeah. In Chatsworth, okay. Because yes. I remember he was on that show in Ringgold with us. Which was funny enough, because that was, like, ten years. Oh, really? Or some or some number like that it was over a decade. Since the last time I got to work with him, yeah. got to work with him again, and he was great. Yeah, he was. He was, I, that surprised me when I met him. I didn't like you know you've seen him on television. You kind of think and reading news backstage stuff. You think ah oh, he might be kind of a douchebag. Meeting him, he's the coolest fucking. No, he was dude. great. He was, he great. was just laid back as hell, which a lot of them are. It's just that's something that's something that always irks me about being in the locker rooms and stuff, when you have a name or you have somebody that experienced coming to a locker room, nobody wants to talk to them. Yeah, they all seem scared or nervous. Yes, every one of them. And then we got to work with uh, um, Billy Gunn at uh, KFW in Sevierville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Match was shit. Like, we got stuck in a situation. There's not much we can do. We just did whatever. But the two hours we spent after just shooting the shit with them, man, you learned so much. Like, that's something I try to get the boys – these younger guys, listen to this. You see a veteran or somebody like that, please go talk to him. Yeah. You know, because you don't know what you might learn. I mean, don't 
Don't go be a dick. Be respectful. Don't interrupt during a conversation or something like that. But, you know, talk to these people. Learn. You know, they were willing to teach if you were willing to learn. Well, look at that time. It was, uh, we, we got to work with Jimmy at uh, that thing for toy. Yep. And me and you stayed stuck to Jimmy the entire night. Yep. We talked about, about about the match. We had the match. We came back. We talked to him after the match. That was, I learned a lot from Jimmy that night. You know, just, it's it's there, fellas. You know, if, <laughs> if yeah. you want to take it, it's there. And you guys want to pay all this money for these seminars. Like, we got to pay for seminars to ever learn from Jimmy, you know. Well, Jimmy does have a seminar. Well, yeah, he does, but we, you know, we didn't have to pay for a seminar to learn from Jimmy that night. We yeah. just sat there and talked well, to him. I, lo- I lucked up with that one because that Pittsburgh trip, he was with us, and it was about eighteen hours in a car with him, learning. Right, so sure. that was a like I learned so much just about camera work. Oh yeah, like yeah. to now where it's instilled in me so much, I'm constantly getting on to people in the shit about <laughs> not working hard. Yeah, work the hard cam. <laughs> How you doing? So, uh, Raymond. Yep. That everybody loves? No. <laughs> What's your scariest moment in the ring? My scariest moment in the ring? That was a fan question. Yes. <sighs> My scariest moment actually wasn't in the ring. Okay. My scariest moment was at TWA in Dalton, Georgia, about oh. seven years ago, I think it was. Maybe about seven years ago. Um, we're sitting in the back, and this is after I sobered up the first time. This is a few months after I've been sober. Came back to wrestling. Blah, 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 blah. Next thing I know, we're sitting in the locker room getting ready for the show to start. Next thing I know, I'm laying on the ground looking up. My contacts aren't in my eyeballs anymore. I'm like, what in the fuck just happened? I had a grand mal seizure. Never had one before. Never had one since. It just out of nowhere, boom. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Everybody's around me freaking out. and Luckily, I don't remember it because evidently I seized up. Smacked my face on the concrete. Everybody thought, it, like, Joey Otto thought I was fucking with him. That asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ray, get up. <laughs> get up, Ray. Ray? It's like, man. <laughs> to be fair, though, you you, you, can, you fucking sell really good, so <laughs> it could have been a risk. Yeah, but, you know, and thanks to Brian Rivers for that one, because apparently he helped, you know, make sure I didn't die there. So, business, thank you. Yeah, I remember hearing that sitting at LB's house. I know, I know, J.D., I'm sorry, but I, I have to... We're, Credits do. I mean, look, <laughs> shit happens. Water under the bridge. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm over it. I'm not going to hold on to drama for fucking five years. That shit's retarded. There's no point. So, uh. I thought you were going to tell the Stinger story. <laughs> oh, God, that one. I completely forgot about that one. What's yeah. this? Um, again, Dalton, Georgia. We had this uh, big time five way match or six way or some extreme. Was it the rubble in the concrete jungle? It may no. It wasn't. That, it was something else. It was similar in Madison. The ultimate extreme. It was some stupid gimmick like that. Okay. And I um, we're all working boom and boom, and then Damian Black wants to do the Cactus Jack roll off the apron onto us. Cool. Oof. Well, something happened, and my head got pushed down, and all of his weight landed on me, and I went down to a seated position, and he gave me a stinger. Uh, yeah, that was a gosh. fuck me moment. Literally. Yeah. Uh, so we we, got, we let the audience know who you are, kind of get an idea of you. So let's have some fun. Oh, shit. Let's start it off the name game today because okay. I know I know we're going to get some great answers from Ray okay. Fury. If we're going to do the name game, please, more than two fucking names. And Jake, don't put yourself on it, too. <laughs> you know how I feel about All it. All right. Yeah, yeah. And 
you can be serious. You can have fun with it. You've you've listened, so you know. We just get sidetracked with it because somebody will get to one, and then, and then we then we get into a story, and then it goes away. Yeah, because yeah, shoot, I am a fan of this podcast. I've listened to every Aww. episode. Uh, we appreciate that, man. You Thank know, you, you guys are doing a great job. Like I'm, it, it, great enjoyment during the week. So, so let's start it off since you just said his name a minute ago, uh, Joey Idol. Joey, oh sprawl, <laughs> sprawl, <laughs> yes. yes. Um, gotta love Joey. He's a such an asshole, but. You know, he's he's one of my brothers. He's been one of my brothers for years, like, you know, almost pushing on, you know, multiple decades. So, Okay, here's a name you probably haven't heard from in a while. Uh, Tony Lucasio. Lucasio. He called me Batarang, I think? Yes, quick rob with Batarang. Because <laughs> I had some Robin tights yeah. at some point. So, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You know. Yeah, that's, that's about all I remember about Lucasio. I didn't have that much interaction with him. <laughs> This one's for Tyler. This one's for Tyler. BK Raider. BK Raider. (laughs) (laughs) If there ever was a shitbird, there you go. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) That's a good one. I wish Tank would have met him. Tank would have killed him. That would have been a justifiable homicide. And it would have been great. Thanks, record, for that one. Jake, you got one? I'm trying to think of a good one. I have one in mind, but I'm not. I'm not even going to stir that fucking pot. So, <laughs> I've, got, I've got a good one because he just liked our page and just sent us the most. I hope he's listening to this because I don't care to shit on him. He sent us the stupidest fucking message asking how to listen to the goddamn podcast <laughs> while he's on a fucking page, Facebook page. So I'm gonna throw him under the goddamn bus. <laughs> Do it, Paul Hatchet. Oh, Paul. Don't shit on Paul. <laughs> God love his heart. He uh Don't send me a message asking how to listen to my fucking podcast when you're on my fucking page. About, to be fair, I message him back. I send him the episode of Take and I tell him forty four minutes and forty five seconds is the best part of that episode. Oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. Okay, now yeah, uh, so, yeah. I understood that reference. Yeah. So Paul, uh if you're listening, thank you for the listens. And I hope you continue to listen on to our episodes. We might. <laughs> I'm an asshole. Woo! <laughs> Yay! But yeah. All right. I, you got any other names here? Oh, um, um, um. We should mention him, uh, Doug Watkins. Uh, oh, yeah. old boss. Yeah. Doug was a good man. He, um, you know, he was kind of a father figure to a lot of us in the business and stuff, and he gave us a place to work. Never really paid, but, you know, we had fun. And, like, I have so many great life experiences and friendships I have to this day because mm-hmm. of that place and because of that man. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and special love to Mama Peggy, you know, great woman, loved me to death, could let me get away with murder. It was awesome. Would never let you be healed. She did once. She did once. Was it, was it, the, was it the Sunny Delight deal? No, when the Sunny Delight, it was... Um, the Rising Suns gimmick, where oh, Jake was tagging with Ringasan. Yeah, when he was he was Ringasan at the time. Yeah, and good. I became the Japanese sympathizer with uh, what was what was his name, Master Sui? Yes, yeah, Master yeah. Sui. What a great beat gimmick! The fuck out of his that stick. Oh yeah, <laughs> good shit, good that shit. That was, that was getting sidetracked, but the Ray's cutting the fucking promo of his life. <laughs> what like? I'm getting a semi from this promo. <laughs> Ray's cutting this fucking promo. 
And Ringa's like tugging at me and pointing. And I look over, and there's a homeboy getting up out of his chair, coming towards where we're cutting this promo at with a knife. Because Ray's cutting this whole, like, like fucking like World War II, like Japanese Pearl Harbor. Promo, yeah. Pearl Harbor promo. And this homeboy's coming at us with a fucking knife. And we got to cut the motherfucker short. Because what? I think it was Otis. <laughs> Otis brings attention to it. And starts like shuffling us off in the Oh, y'all told me about this. Yeah. Over yeah. the shit Ray was saying. <laughs> yeah, it was that was great. And then that segues into the greatest fucking shoe promo Ray ever fucking cut on somebody because we used to carry the Imperial Naval flag. Because mm-hmm. it was the only one we had. And uh every week somebody would take that flag, throw it down, spit on it, shove it in their fucking trunks. And whatever. it wasn't just that flag, it was every other flag. That somebody had for a gimmick was like yeah. uh, Sir Charles Ellsworth. He, he, uh, he had a British flag. Um, uh, Hans Kruger. Oh yeah, his German flag. He had the German flag, and you know they people would <coughs> to get themselves over. They would shit on somebody else's flag and stuff, and they pitched such a bitch about us doing an angle involving the American flag, which had a payoff for the babyfaces whooping our asses that we didn't get really get to because. You know, they because got, they didn't want to run the. They angle. got so upset about it. You know, because my father, was, yeah, my father is a Vietnam veteran. There was no way in hell I would, you know, disrespect the American flag at all, Look, ever. I, I, I'm a veteran, and, and okay, a veteran. Shit too. like that. If it's if the payoff is there, it's cool. Yeah, the payoff was there and, that night. And quite that frankly, was the thing. quite frankly, uh, the way I feel about it is, it's a flag. What we really should be worried about is Constitution, not the fucking flag. Politics, shit. Politics. <laughs> My bad. Let's move on. Let's move on. Wrong show. Wrong show. But anyway, to uh, uh, end that story, um, you know, th- all that, all that. And at the end of the night, I cut the promo. And I was like, all right, you motherfucker. You see how you act during our spot here? You disrespect our flag and you want to do this about the American flag. I was like, I don't ever want to see any of you fucking with anybody else's flag. Period. Because that's bullshit and that's hypocritical. The, the line of the promo that he ended it with was, you want to say, like, people died for this fight? And he heals up the Japanese fight and goes, people died for this one too, whether you want to admit it or not. Thank you. Yes. And he goes, it's a work. Yeah. Yes. And walked out of the fucking locker room. Yeah. Because they blew that whole fucking spot. Because the, the spot at spot. the end of the night was great because we had a gimmick named Shorty who used to play with wrestling figures and stuff, and he was, what, six, five, six, six, yeah. 300 300-something pounds. pounds. And he had the mind of a child, and he played with figures and stuff. And he comes out as Hulk Hogan, and the biggest American of all, and whoops all of our asses. But it got watered down so much because, you know, people wanted to... We claimed we were going to burn the flag when we won the flag match. And before we could get the lighter struck, Shorty comes out and starts whooping yeah. our ass in the fucking street. It was, never gonna, yeah, it was never going to get to the point where we're burning a flag. It was yeah. never getting there, but whatever. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, uh, here we go. Uh, somebody who listens to our podcast and we love very much as much as they love us, uh, Woody. Ah, uh, Big Wood. Horrible, kid. Horrible. <laughs> like shit. Hook a leg, fool. <laughs> I, lo- I love Woody so much that we have very few, me and Jake especially, very few like wrestling dads, really. Um, Johnny Quaz is one of them. Big Wood's another one. Um, these guys... Have done so much in this business, busted their ass, worked, you know, fingers to the bone to teach us, to help the next 
generation of of workers, and now we're teaching what they taught us yeah. to you now know the younger kids. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Woody. So that would make him grandpappy. Yeah, grand. Happy wood. <laughs> oh, pop pop wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pap pap. Oh. <laughs> pap pap pap. <laughs> We're fucking working, and you go for a pit on me, and you hear wood. I was like, "Hook the leg, fool!" And I was like, like "Yeah, you ready? better hook the leg." <laughs> like playing his day on the tape is Woody. Hook the leg, fool. All right. Another guy. We we the three of us have been around. You've been around him just as long, uh, and Jaden Newman. Jaden, I love that kid, but I'm going to shit all over him because everybody else puts him over. <laughs> nah. What's the gimmick, though? You shit on him, and then you put him over at the end of the what Well, everybody say. on here has been like, oh, Jaden, blah, 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 and they put him over. Fuck it. I'm going to shit on him. Okay. Just break stuff up. <laughs> the only problem is there's not much I can shit on him for, except this one story, speaking of being dads in the business. Or you can just tell him to shave because that beard looks stupid. <laughs> it does. Well... Shave, but it took him so long to grow he's it. He's young. He's it did take him so yeah. long to grow that beard. Remember Man, back I, in the day when he had the patches, dude? I couldn't get a full beard until I was thirty. So <laughs> I can't. True. I can't really shit on it that much. But Jaden, you should shave. Jaden's known to be a little, we'll say, snug in the ring. You don't say. <laughs> like he will straight up knock the shit out of you. Every and him back. That was the thing. It wasn't working. I mean. I'm I the would, same way. I would, yeah. Good. <laughs> Line the fuck up, dude. And then, Jesus. And, and then Tiger Kid comes along and hits you with a tidal wave oh. kick and knocks you out. <laughs> it's fuck. it's a work. Anyways, um, you try to, you know, the old thing, they stiff you, you stiff them back, blah, blah, blah. It wasn't working because I realized that's what he's been dealing with for a lot of his travels here lately. These guys are just beating the dog shit out of each other. And I'm sitting down in the ring during a match. It was a tag match. And I can't remember who I was tagging with. It may have been Adrian Ackle against Jaden and Johnny Rock. And this, the reason I'm telling this is because this pops Johnny too. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm down. He hits me with something right in the friggin' neck. Just bam. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. And like I said, you've been hitting him hard. It doesn't work. I just looked up at him and said, Jaden, that's enough. Lighten right up. Has been light ever since. <laughs> your, dad, your daddy voiced him. Your daddy voiced him. Like, that dad voice worked to a T. You've, you've got enough of them. Yeah, like, this, yeah. He's perfected the daddy voice. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of daddy voices, there's Mike Chris Hart. Oh, chemo. I miss chemo. Oh, chemo. <laughs> he's another dick. But. Yeah. But you know, he's a lovable dick. Yeah. Good you know, old chemo. I learned a lot from that guy. Should we uh, explain why we call him chemo? That's not a cancer okay. joke. No, 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 not at all. Everybody assumes it's a cancer joke. No, um, it's not. He wrestled as Chris Silver for a long time. So it was the Lone Ranger, you know, Ohio Silver away. And then mm. Chemo Sabi, then it turned to chemo. And yeah, it's short for chemo. Yeah. <laughs> Been chemo ever since. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. You want to say something? Uh, does anybody else have a name? Or are we just going to move on? Hey, one more. One more. Okay. Right. One more. Mad Jack Costello. That beautiful gay bastard. A straight-up genius when it comes to pro wrestling. Like, the, the stuff he would come up with, the stories, the characters, and, like, the whole, just everything about it. He was so smart. And 
especially at the time, you know, revolutionary of how he looked at things and how he would take something from the past, tweak it, and make it brand new. It was incredible. Like, Mad Jack was straight up a genius of the business. He's one of those dudes that gave you your first real big push, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. I got my first singles title because of Jack. Yeah. So did I. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the same match where, um, no, that was a battle royal. There was a battle royal we had one time, and the bad guy 69 were in there. <laughs> Ju- <laughs> Juice Bruce and Johnny. J- Jake knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> Tyler, I think you were in that battle yes, royal, too. Yes, I was. I was. And... Just Bruce had a spot he liked to do called the claw, the clawplex, where he'd grab somebody by the nuts and suplex them, <laughs> just to pop himself and Johnny. Well, boom, boom, boom. He hooks me, getting ready to go. Boom, take the big bump, whatever. Get her done the match, and we're watching it later. I didn't realize he hooks me. Everybody in the battle roll stops, <laughs> <laughs> stops what they're doing, and watches. Suplex, they're still watching, and then they go back to the match. I was so pissed. <laughs> so but pissed. Statue of Limitations, the past on this one, just so you know, Bruce got everyone together in the back before that and told us he was going to do it of and to be watching did. for it. <laughs> of course he did. And that's why everyone stopped and watched, because you were supposed to go over in that battle royal, and he's like, I'm going to make Kid earn it. So, you guys. <laughs> I, think I, I think that was the only battle royal ever won. So. Yeah, same with me. I think yeah. I only the only battle royal I ever won was because Jack was booking it. I don't think I've ever won one. Been in four hundred of them, never, never. Oh, won one. So, yeah. well, fuck it. They're usually at the end of the night, and you're already tired. You just want to go home. So oh, fuck yeah. it. Throw me out. Like, oh, dude, yeah. fuck out of here. I've won two. One was to to be a booker for one night at TWA, which was the very first time I ever booked at any show. And then I won another one in Somerville for uh, John Arden, and that was horrible. That was so bad. So much stiffness. Very unnecessary, but for some reason, me being young and locking that. Um, um, yeah, you, need, so you were a psychopath when you were younger. Uh, yeah, now I'm older, and I found um, the gym. So, we like to give... <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at me for? <laughs> no, we're, we're just going to... Uh, I know you probably came loaded with stories, Ooh. and you've got stories... Watch it there, sleep. You, you could just come with off the top of your head anytime. You saying come like that, looking at me in the eye. I, my uh, bad, dude. He doesn't. He yeah. doesn't know who he's uh, dealing with. I do it every week. Yo, Ray can just point at you, snap his fingers, and you're pregnant. I'm okay with that. I mean, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a superpower. <laughs> so I tried with this one back here, and she's like, "No, go away." <laughs> yeah, what's one more? He's working on a stable. <laughs> <laughs> one of them will have a good job to make sure to take care of us in the retirement home. So there you go. <laughs> All right, so let's hear some of your favorite stories from the road. I know you've got a bunch. Oh, not, it, it doesn't even have to be from the road. Just as a show, traveling, whatever you've been doing, stories you, you love to tell about wrestling. Mm. No, I ain't telling that one. Oh. No, no, I ain't telling that He's one. right there. I don't care. I'm not telling that one. If he wants to tell it, by all means, I'm not telling it. Oh, that story? <laughs> that's on you, man. I'm not telling it. That's not, that's not my story to tell. I Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> He's gonna do it. This is gonna be very embarrassing. I remember half for, of it because I myself had an alcohol problem. It's, I had concussions. It's for the content, Tyler. It's for the content. Just here for the, so here for the if you have a better memory than <laughs> I, JD. stop your shit. Don't look at me like that. He's probably not told you this story, JD. So you haven't heard the story. You're well, welcome. Yeah, don't, no, that's why I'm getting ready for the spit take. Do yeah, don't don't drink while you're, you're hearing welcome. the story. Okay, so Raymond. You have a better memory than I do. 
Tell the story. Uh, I think of that when it was mine and Jake's first ego show we ever did. I think. Was it the yeah, first one? First one. Um, where I went up to work Jake and I was doing the zero gimmick. This is bullshit. And <laughs> we rode with Tyler. And I can't believe you're letting me tell the story. Get it out, just get it out of your system. I can't believe he offered this story up to us in the fucking car. That was the, the that was what happened. Yes, it's like why in the fuck did you tell us? Why this? are you telling us? Anyways, we get up there and on the road trip to the show. And remember that it's to the show. Oh my god! Not coming back. It's going to where all the fucking hell is going to be had. Yeah, go ahead. And he tells us a story. <laughs> was it a man or I can't remember what he was doing. I th- I th- he. I kind of don't want to say it. Yeah. Well, he was... I don't want to say fuck, but I really don't want to say... He, he was with O'Day. You and Justin... We were tagging. You, they were tagging, and they were going to tag... They had a tag match after the show. Ooh. With some... With ladies of the evening. Fuck. And apparently it's I hope my wife's not listening to this. <laughs> Wait, they, they paid for that? I, I guess. <laughs> it, it's Tyler. How else is he going to get it? <laughs> Damn, dude, you want me to move? <laughs> no. No. The, one of them's give it, giving Tyler some lower base service. <laughs> uh, Justin, oh, Justin was asleep. Justin was asleep. And she decided to, to, to check the, the hydraulics. You know what I mean? She, oh, oh, she got the oil check. Yeah, yeah oil check. She was, she's checking the dipstick there. And apparently Tyler didn't mind <laughs> and allowed it to continue. So he tells us that story on the way up, and we're like, Wait. Hey. This better get some damn listeners. You let it keep going. B. Why the fuck did you just tell us this? On the way to See, the on show. On the way to a show. Because you know we're going to fucking tell you. He's like, I you know, know I We can't told everybody. Well, here's the deal. I'm an entertaining person, especially back then. So if everybody needs a laugh or if they're de- depressed or whatever. My God, you I gave would... us that laugh. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. And no matter how embarrassing it is, I will throw myself under those bus. By the way, uh, checking the dipstick and whatever, she put my, she put her finger in my butthole. <laughs> I don't think we need that spelled out, Tyler. <laughs> T-Y well, there's, like, there's some people out there that has no common sense. So I had to paint a picture for him. So T.Y. likes yes. butt play like we like ice cream. It's just a fucking haagen <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but what flavor? It don't matter. It's for my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And so at that time, T.Y. was really obsessed with motion and machine guns. And, you know, they do the, uh, the map of Michigan with their finger and they point to where they're from. Me and Ray started doing a thing where we hold up the okay, and we would put one finger into the okay, and just look at Tyler and do that. He would get so mad. So next time you're anyone is at a show with which, T.Y., uh, just, just give him. Which the uh, Gymnasty Boys have taken that and made money with it, so well, awesome. Yeah. I mean, you you could have made money, though, Tyler. Yeah, I, I could have, have story. Good, good for them. So, <laughs> yes, everybody who ever listened, I've had a finger in my bolt hole more than once. Enjoy <laughs> your laugh. See, I was wondering if they were going to have something like this on my episode, and I'm so happy now. <laughs> like, I'm ecstatic. Uh, I want ice cream now. I got a show to do tonight. Hell, we they all do. It'd be all right. They'll know about it by tomorrow at you noon. You can get another finger in your bum? Shut. Shh. Shh. Where you at tonight? Which one? Him or me? Him. All right. I am at RCW. Don't worry. They'll know about it. Half of them already know. 
Uh, somebody's going to text him. I'm looking to my left to this asshole JD, and uh, everybody's going to know. Oh, no, I'm going to cut this clip out and post it as a preview. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I get. <laughs> also, let it be known that Tyler just admitted to that happening not, more than once. So, Yeah, we didn't tell him to do that. Yeah, you got you to gotta work on offering up information. Some things never change, do they? Right, this poop shoot. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's even funnier than me having a... Finger in my butt. <laughs> JD, you are up. <laughs> JD just oh. shot on his fucking oh Mountain Dew bottle. That fucking hurt. What? So I went to like oh my God. laugh and throw my head down while doing so. And I uh, landed right on top of my Mountain Dew bottle. That's why I keep telling you to lighten up, man. That's yeah. not how, how the bottle cap challenge works, homie. I, I, he told me about the bottle cap challenge this week. What, what the fuck is. is the bottle cap challenge? That's I don't know, but Steve-O did one with his pecker, and it was pretty funny. Oh, okay. That's cool. I don't I don't care that I think, much. uh, what's his name? Jason Statham? His first one to do it? The transporter. Okay. What? Oh, I, that was my favorite one. But, um. I can't believe I told you about that story. I'm so happy you told that story now. That's so, great. Let's uh, let's hear one of yours. What do you got for us? Oh, shit, I got so many, and then just being thrown on the spot like that. It's like fuck. Which one can you tell? Yeah. Um. Okay, I was gonna save this for my Drew's episode, but you know, oh. fuck him. Because <laughs> I still say fuck him after this story. It's probably the and it goes back to the the I guess the question about the scariest moment. No, it was the most fuck me moment I've ever had in a ring. We are at, it was the second ever first blood match at TWE. Mm-hmm. And the way TWE first blood matches work is not the first guy, I know it's a horrible name, which didn't come up with another one, but the only way to win the match is to pin or submit your opponent, but the only way to be able to pin or submit them is to make them bleed. I remember that. Pretty much the most violent match we could think of to have because you're guaranteed bloodshed. Mm-hmm. So it was the end of my first TWE title ring, and it was me and Drew in the main event, which, like I said before, when I had during that, that title reign, we were following so much good shit mm-hmm. and to be able to follow. And they had like a fucking I quit match. They had, you know, a bunch of really hardcore gimmick matches and stuff like that and great workers doing it. And me and Drew look at each other like, what the fuck are we going to do? You know, they're doing everything. And there's not much else we can do. And he's like, all right. So we come up with a match, figure out what we're going to do. And I thought it was one of the best stories we've ever told. But we get to the finish. Um, He hasn't busted me open. I busted him open with a pair of scissors to the head. Yeah, it was great. Because he, on, you can still hear him on camera. He's like, he just stabbed me with fucking scissors. <laughs> I am so proud of myself for that accomplishment we get to the finish um he hits me with a big fall away slam off the top through a makeshift table which was a door on some chairs and stuff which i cleared it landed cool so drew being drew being the exception that he is and thinking outside the box he gets an entire liter of not cola but an entire liter of the fake vampire blood 
Strawberry shake mix. No, it was just straight up the. Oh. You know, you buy it Party City or whatever. You know, oh. how it, it was that the shit. bulk stuff. Gross. It was that. Yeah, it was that shit in a container about about yay big. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Audio podcast with visuals, but fuck it. <laughs> It's about that big, and he's. We did. We talked in the back. Is like, are you sure you're gonna be okay with this? I'm like, yeah, that's that's fine. And I got this. You know, he ain't gonna bother me. And he pours the entire contents of that shit all over me. Like I'm completely covered in blood. Referee was knocked down. He gets up. He just sees red. Drew hits me with a brain buster. One, two, three. Big baby face victory. And I'm so. And I get up and I look and I freak out the hardest I've ever freaked out in my life. That shit fucked with me so bad. Just. Looking at it and just seeing nothing but red and the way it smelled and the stickiness and just everything. It just fucked. I'm cussing the crowd leaving. Like, get the fuck out of the way. Just Freaked you out that bad. Freaked me out that bad. You guys ever see Carrie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Ray it was, was Carrie. About to start levitating shit with his thoughts. <laughs> we get back to the back. At TWE, they have showers. So we get back there, and for some reason, they didn't turn the water heater on. Oh, fuck. It's February. Oh, fuck. Wow. I've been there. And um, as Drew's in the shower with me, getting the shit off my back, I'm cussing him the entire time. And I still have, and nor will I ever forgive him for that bullshit. <laughs> Which I'm telling you that you're a hell with the suntan demons. It was fucking awful. <laughs> and we can't wait to have the two of you in here to talk about that year, because that, there's guaranteed to be some good stories in there, just knowing the two of you. Oh, it's going to be awful. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awful and um it'll be great for us oh yeah for the content yeah of course <laughs> of course for the content all right man what do you got coming up what do you want to plug anything like that well let's see i will plug mine and jake's stable not safe for wrestling Yay. which is myself the rule ray fury no alternative jake murphy the first lady of not safe for wrestling roxanne lane Solid Nine, Shane Daniels, and the exception, Drew Game, which we will be appearing at, not TWE. No. We're, not a t- yeah, we're not a TWE, but we will be appearing at Ego Pro Wrestling and SPCW Wrestling in La Follette, Tennessee. And just to tack on, we now officially have all members of NSFW on this podcast. Yes, all do. but one. Uh, well, all she, but one. We haven't got next. there yet. She's up next. I know. Just you so, have to say it. Yeah. So we're uh, we're 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 moving along on that. That's pretty cool. And that happened on accident, by the way, too, which Happy is even accident, funnier. Yeah. Uh, so anything else you got coming up you want to talk about, real quick? Well, buy our merch too, by the way. Yes, please buy our merch. <laughs> There's an NSFW shop now. Do you have the website? On I don't there? have the website. Son of a bitch. We will post it in the show notes. Thanks, guys. Yes. Um, also at TWE in Red Bank, Tennessee, you will see myself and Jake Murphy going, um, leading up into the anniversary show, which is six years strong. Six years strong. It's August. Yeah, that date. <laughs> Ten. August tenth, folks. Remember that to come to Red Bank, Tennessee, to watch some incredible wrestling because that is the equivalent of our WrestleMania, and I'm pretty sure we're gonna have a solid card set up for that. Finals of the tag team tournament. Finals of that. Um, I'm sure Johnny Rock will weasel his way into something with the TWU championship. Also, the EWA championship, which that show just got brought back yes, up, didn't it? Yes, they are back. Yes, it's very good, very good. Yeah, in case anyone hadn't heard, uh, Chip is bringing back EWA. The first show will be August 9th. So that's a pretty awesome. Hell, the night before. It's a, it's a pretty great there show. You go, there. You a double whammy there. Yeah, yeah, and you'll see a lot of the same talent on both shows. So that's pretty cool, too. So, uh, Ray, thank you so much for coming in today, oh, Thank man. you, guys. I, this is a fucking blast. Hold up. Uh, th- well, before we go, 
Um, I kind of need you for a date. Oh, for your tax show? <laughs> it's a tax show, right? Because if it's a tax show, I'm totally down for it. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is for my tax show. I literally no-sold him since last night just so I could say that <laughs> line today. Yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. Anywho. Wait, do you have any info about that? Uh, like, I do need you in a tag match with Drew Game. Well, I meant like date and venue and all that good shit. But. All but venue. Um, I'm trying not to get the Civic Drive gym in Dalton because mm-hmm. that's horrible. We did that yeah. last year. Yeah. Because of the heat. That just that. Everything yeah, that, else was that great. Is a very, very hot building. Um we'll have a venue for sure. I've put in phone calls and stuff. One's called back and when I call in certain places, they're only in office Monday and Tuesday, leave me alone. And um I need you in a tag match. You and Drew Game against Tiger Kid and <clears throat> a mystery opponent. A mystery opponent. Okay. Um, well, uh, I make gear for everybody there, so hopefully you can get another one so I can make some more money. So Great. Awesome. Also that, um, we didn't bring up the whole fact that I make gear now. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Yes, we'll please. Yes. Uh, I've seen some of the gear you made. It, it looks like great. Everything I've made for myself. Um, I made quite a few things for Jake, Drew. Um, made a couple pairs for the movement. Um one I'm really proud of is, um, even though he's a piece of shit and I don't like him, Tiger Kid sent me something about making him a new outfit. I'm like, well, I hate him, but I will gladly take his money. And <laughs> that one I'm proud of. Like, that one, like, top to bottom, I've never made something like that. Wasn't he wearing that last week in an ego? Yeah, he was wearing Okay, it. so yeah, that looked fantastic. Yeah. And that's the first time I've seen it. It looked fucking great. Yeah. And even though he knocked my ass out, it, I'll, I have to admit the gear is fire. Yeah. Fuck him, but the gear is great. Which, um... Really, I'm looking for that as my retirement from wrestling because I can't take bumps forever. We all can't take bumps forever, so we got to be able to. You're looking at my retirement. Yeah, I mean, it was great. <laughs> Just standing here talking. That's, I get to contribute and not have to kill myself. It's incredible because that's the thing. I know we're about to wrap it up, everything, but I, I just have to say this. This is one thing I love the most about pro wrestling. It is absolutely the most creative outlet for people involved in it to do you can talk about it you can the way you can put a match together where you can make a character where you can make a look how they're dressed um there's a lot of production there's so much shit that you can do and it's the only form of live interactive entertainment in the world you can't go to a play and be like you know screaming at billy shakespeare and shit like that and them to react to it like that you can't do that you can't do that with a movie you can't do that with a concert you can really only do it with wrestling. Only pro wrestling. That's why, that's why we love pro wrestling. That right, Jake. Mm-hmm. All right, Rocket. Yeah. Yeah. Holy fuck, we went this whole time and I didn't call you Rocket once. Yeah, right, Dex? Son of a bitch. Rocket, are you talking about Chet Stedman from Rookie of the Year? Ah. No. What's well, when I think about Rocket? No, because we're... Are you talking about the Houston Rockets? No, because we're marks for the British Bulldogs. We use... <laughs> Their nicknames the nickname each other. Uh, well, that no, that was the, that was the nicknames that the uh, the sheep herders, oh, Bushwhackers yeah, gave. Butch, yeah. yeah, Luke and Butch called Dynamite yeah, Rocket. Back in L Rocket, a fucking Rocket. Ever since you read the book. 
All right, guys, we uh, have Sheena up next, and we will have her episode. Razor will hit tomorrow, well, Sunday, and we'll have Sheena's out Wednesday, so keep a lookout for that. Ray, thank you again so much for coming in today. Thank you, guys, and remember to eat a dick. Yes, and thank you for talking about my tax show. Oh, I thought you were going to say about the butthole thing. I didn't talk about that. Where's my hog about? Dude, where? (laughs) Bring money.